I like how Ramon just sits there kind of chill, hands across his tummy, just like, fuck it. Just like going to hang out. That's my woman over there. And That's my woman over there. <laughs> That's my slut. I'm going to be doing some jiggy jiggy with her later. I'm going to get in her butthole <laughs> later on. It's going to be nothing but anal for six <laughs> weeks. <laughs> What? <laughs> oh, that's right. You're having a procedure. Procedure. What? Which means only anal. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait a minute. Hang on. Let's start the show. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. And if you don't like it, please, please go, go fuck, fuck yourself. yourself. One, two, three, four. Do you feel your sex life is quite lame? Perverted podcast. Scared that your desires might be strange? Perverted podcast. Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted podcast. It's the heat. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and nothing but anal for six weeks. Now, recording oh. live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Woo! I'm Kathy. I'm my Michelle. And I am Count Poogie. And now let's cut straight to this topic that started to be. Hello, my Michelle. Welcome to our show. Tell us about the anal you're going to be getting. Yeah, fuck the show. I heard this. I'm like, a nothing but anal diet? I must. We, the perverted podcast listeners, must know. So is this like a challenge? Are you like joining the anal only uh, cult? No, 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 no. Nothing like that. Because there is a group out there. There's like a whole group that's like anal only. They've sworn off vaginal what? sex and no. they're not it's not it's not like a men's thing it's it's literally that it's an anal only like kind of commitment group i've been reading on it we'll talk about it later but are you a part of that or no this is just because She's you getting love getting your badge. your pooter no, pounded no i i like my pooter pounded yeah no, no. <laughs> good for you god no, bless you but no 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 vag for six weeks i'm having yes. a procedure done so they're cauterizing my uterus <laughs> oh no, my with cervix. A, Sorry. With a fucking torch? <laughs> no, cervix, not uterus. Cervix, cervix. I always forget that it, It's like a blowtorch. So yeah. it's like anal it's marshmallow fun. making? No, it's, it's basically the, the shit that I do at work. <laughs> to <laughs> shit, gums, anal, what? But it's to the cervix. To, to the cervix. So yeah. why are they cauterizing They're knocking your her out, man. Yeah. You're going to be out and everything, and mm-hmm. they're just going to be up there mm-hmm. fucking toasting over yeah. a hot stove? It's like, shoom, shoom, shoom. It's, it looks like I looked it up, and it's um, it's like a half moon with barbs on it, and so it's going to cut and cauterize at the same time. Doesn't that sound fun? Yeah. It's wow. called a LEAP procedure, L-E-E-P. That's a very nice name for fucking basically just tormenting the inside of your vagina. Yeah. yeah. It's a leap. And, you a know, leap I, of faith that you're actually going to be know, able to survive. <laughs> for me, I'm, I'm blessed with a large cervix, so they have to put me out. All you're out. blessed not, with a large cervix? Not just cervix? the local. Yeah. They're knocking her out, man. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. So Okay, so wait a minute. So now, what is the need for this? Okay, that's just going to anal. Yep. Yep. Just let's stick with the anal. Yep. It's a private it's, procedure. It's to, okay. I don't. Cauterization is all you get to know. <laughs> that, I, that's kind of a lot of information. <laughs> let's go back to the anal. So uh-huh. now you guys are just doing straight anal for like yep. six weeks. So that's six weeks after the procedure, yes. or okay, for, for or six the, weeks, huh? For six, for weeks. six weeks. So yeah, I can't do anything vaginal. I can't take baths. I can't, you know. I mean, that all the kind tampon. Of, Okay. Oh, and they're taking out my IUD, sad face. Oh, So I got to go put that back in after I heal. Just like with a, yeah. you know, just lick it and stuff in it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Just, exactly. just that, you know, wash that, it off and put it in a ziploc, like in a retainer, in a retainer cat. Yeah. And, you know, when we're all healed, put it back in there. Just pop so, it in there. Papi Ramon better be very nice to you. He will be. What do you mean he's going to be getting anal for six no, weeks? You know what he said? He said it was the sweetest thing. Oh, he's rolling his eyes. He said he would be of service to me for this one day only. Oh, so we don't even have a button. God we damn it, everyone! Button. One, two, three. Oh, oh. God, Unger! <laughs> that was a good ah. Was Unger was joining in the ah. He added the bass <laughs> to the ah. It was a very good ah. Yeah, but I, this is just the one day only. That, but okay. I'll take That's it. Right. Take it. Well, okay. I'm gonna have to go to general anesthesia more often. <laughs> <laughs> Well, good luck with that. No wonder yes. he's sitting there all fucking smug, you motherfucker. I'm going to be banging ass for the <laughs> six weeks straight. What are you going to do? Mm, what's, I, the, what's the day that failed? Oh, yeah. What is that? The day that failed. I, I'm not going to get too much into it, but have you ever had one of those days where literally I'm going to try 17 different things? Not just like I'm going to try one experiment, like learn a new program or something like that, and it's going to be fail, fail, fail. I'm talking like go to the store to get something. It's not there. Try this program. It's not going to go there. Try to get this person on the phone. The machine continually hangs up on you. Like like everything that happens yeah. in a day, just it's just not making it. By 8 p.m., you're like, dude, I should go to sleep. That was our weekend. Was that? Mm-hmm. That is just, but here, the only reason I wrote it down is because uh, Mew and I, you know, because she's obviously studying her fucking ass off seven days a week, getting her gold stars, you know, studying for the MCAT, and I'm doing all this stuff with the videos and stuff like that, which, by the way, our first, uh, Zua's first 360 video came out for finals, I and, saw it, it. and it looks really cute, and uh, it's Finals amazing. is the name of the song. Finals is the name of the song, and you can look it up on on line 360 finals by Zua or whatever on YouTube or, or whatever. It's also on FetLife, but um, not a lot of people pay for FetLife to get the videos. That's true. So, you know, it was we fight a lot, and the theme is don't quit. Don't give up. Don't quit. You can have a shitty day, whatever. So it was just one of those days where it was just so shitty, and usually for so many decades of my life, I would just, it's too hard. Fuck it. I am, I was, it, my, my motto was, is at first you don't succeed, fuck it. And I lived that way for like literally 35, 40 years. And so I always quit. So it was very, it was very good evidence these last few years. I haven't been quitting. And after that day that just sucked ass and everything didn't work, I woke up at like 5.30 the next morning and I said, I'm going back into it and I'm going to do it. And literally it was just like bam, bam, bam. Everything that didn't work on the next tries started working. And so it was just good evidence to me like, hey, stick with it. You're going to have shitty days, and you just kind of stick with it. Take a fucking deep breath. Go fucking ram your head through some walls if you have to. Yeah, it's okay to, if it doesn't work, walk away w- from it for a bit. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So so that was really exciting. So that's why I put that up. But, and cool. then there was that's uh, good. I, I, gosh, there's so many wonderful things. We also, oh, also our funeral... Um, I heard about this funeral. Yeah, this was amazing. You about, made me, first of all, I'm all, oh my God, whose funeral, who died? Like, and then oh I thought, gosh, better, I'm, so I'm all, wait a second. It was this amazing. All I'm uh-huh. going to say uh-huh. is uh, the uh, the Count Boogie Circus of Mew, oh, Bunny, Lord. and myself wore all black and went on a very warm day to uh, the park where we found a tree that was shady and we dug a grave and we sang... Songs of remorse and remembrance six through flowers, uh, not six feet. That's a lot of digging. <laughs> and uh, 
<laughs> you only needed a shallow grave, and we buried on uh, camera. Uh, we buried Hitachi Seven. Uh, it was a sad day. Did it you wash it first before we buried it? Mm-hmm. You need to wash things before you bury them. Well, otherwise the dogs are going to come and dig it up and eat it. Start you running. You sound around. like you have experience with this, Michelle. <laughs> you bury a lot of Hitachis, do you, <laughs> hey, Michelle? <laughs> I should You'll have be consulted gone. you before this. <laughs> No. So, so you ruined another Hitachi. Uh, not us. It was actually an amazing uh, story. We had a lover come over who maybe has been a little repressed, had some bad relationship experiences in the past. And so, you know, we're trying to create that environment where it's okay, you know, arousal, not orgasm, that, you know, all that stuff I talk about. And she was just really getting into her first uses of the Hitachi and she was just pushing it and pushing it and fucking snapped it in half like a fucking tri twig wow it was amazing did you get that on video no no we did not so but we did have a nice uh, fashion funeral i snapped one of creative explorers buttons off trying to get his cock (laughs) (laughs) even i have never snapped are you (laughs) touching it was fucking amazing It was amazing. That must have been an intense orgasm. And then instantly turned into like, ooh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oopsies. Like, oh, Jesus fucking Satan peels above in my fucking pussy. Oops. (laughs) It was amazing. Sounds adorable. I hope she comes back. (laughs) I really, really do. Get some stronger touch. So that was really good. Uh, Donut fucking zombies end of the world. Okay, we have a donut chain out here called Krispy Kreme. Mm -hmm. That makes donuts. Not out here. It's Krispy Kreme's from another state. Well, I'm talking. We have people in the UK and other places that are listening to us. So out here, I talk about the US. Whatever. It does have So it's a fucking donut, which is like a shitty pastry. Whatever. And it's filled with grease. And, And great. Yeah, they're good. They're great. We were driving because, you know, of course, Mew has to fucking Pokemon go hunt and we have to engage her. And so we have little <laughs> rituals and we go to certain places where the Poke stops are. Uh, I've she's been obsessive, on these Poke and, things. And we want to make rides. her and it makes her so goddamn happy. And it's, you know, get out a little drive. So we drive by one of these fucking donut shops. It's a fucking donut shop. You go, you pay a fucking couple bucks. You, you buy a donut. You get a free donut, though. And you fucking Yeah, get, you do. There was right, a, Unger? Unger? Gets free donuts. There was a line, and I am not lying. They had security, and this line was literally like you were going to a fucking a, 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 a concert. concert. yeah. Like a big- For the free donut. Like a bill, big deal concert. This was 10 o'clock at night, and from what we heard, we were stuck in traffic for this fucking line of these fucking idiot zombies standing for two fucking hours- to get like a free donut that you could go in at fucking any other day and pay a fucking dollar for and these shit fucking zombie fucking idiots are standing for two hours with their cell go oh, 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 only an hour and a half to get a donut are you fucking kidding me we're, clearly we're, you've never had did one I just of spit all over donuts. myself yes, were you they did. doing like one of the special release new donuts at the I don't fucking out know with? it's a fucking donut don't diss like, the Krispy like Kreme man donuts or something coming out I I mean, yes, what is it? Like, does that come with a free penis? I mean, yes. Jesus it's fucking... It's better than a penis. One. Or, or, or what, were, what were they talking about? What? Oh, dicklings. That's what we were talking about in chat. They come with dicklings. Dicklings. What, what is that? Jesus. So I just... I have never dickling? been more amazed. I'm like, there's no roller coaster. It's like... it's. 
I was dumbfounded, and we were stuck. We could, and 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 Mew was freaking out, and and Bunny was getting car sick because you know Mew couldn't catch any more fucking Pokemon, you know, because we're sitting in the you know behind this traffic of this line for these fucking idiots that want a donut that you can go buy. Wow, don't don't really. It, it was you don't like, understand the lure I got, of the Krispy Kreme. I, I got scared for society. Don't be scared for society, Bobby Ramon. Am I fu- oh, am I nuts? Am I nuts for this? It it's the free. Uh-huh. But it's a no. donut. It only well, costs a donut. It's well, not like here, a free big screen here's my, TV. Here's my example. Have you been to Costco? But uh-huh. have you sat and watched the free tasting yeah. things? Mm-hmm. I sat there one time. I was waiting for something. I don't remember. And there's nothing on the little sample, whatever it was, Hot Pockets, let's just say. Sure. And you see people just kind of like zombies just kind of mm-hmm. circling around, waiting I and waiting. And you see them all. And they're all just... Hovering, waiting, and waiting, <laughs> and the, the 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 lady reaches, and they're like, huh? And nothing. Oh. And it's like a just, vulture. Yes, and they're circling, they're <laughs> circling, and then the plate comes out, and they're and everyone just starts crowding. But it's it's a, it was amazing to watch. It's that look, but it's but two free. hours. But two hours? It's a free. Are you fucking Christmas. kidding me? You know, you're never clearly. You're not going to get this. Just move on because I'm you are not going to understand. I'm just going to move on. Let's move on to what you want to know. What you know? No, let's what? move on oh, okay. to what's real. All right, well, oh, to what okay. is real? What is really worth being excited about? Free donuts are real. Free, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you, Unger. That's an illusion. <laughs> it's not. You're living it in is illusion. a very real donut. I will buy you. I am poor, and I will. Sp- I will buy you guys a fucking donut to not. I'll stand. hold you to that. How much is your time worth? I'll hold you to that. I Let's mean, go. think about that. Like minimum wage right now after the show. Yeah. Minimum wage is like ten bucks an hour, right? So, like, right? If so, even if you make minimum freaking wage, you're I, standing in like two hours. That's twenty dollars of your life that you've just given up. Unger has a very faux innocent look on his face. He's up to something. He Unk, keeps throwing. Unger, uh, what are you what doing? Are, what are you doing? Nothing, just listening to you guys. He's hiding something. Look, he's got something in his hand. Is this that goddamn fucking weird purple package that came? What purple package? What are you doing? The one behind you? What are you doing? I hear, I'm hearing oh, click. <laughs> I'm hearing stuff against a wall. Yes, he's and I'm throwing like, stuff. And I'm like, what is this? Th- th- this? What is that? It's a package. Uh, yeah, I can see from, that. From Akatan. Good old Akatan, yes, featured orgasm, helping with the... Something uh, she's been threatening to send for a month. <gasps> and what uh, is it? So you may know what these are. What? What? Are they... Ooh. What is that? Did you just show me... Uh, is, is that, that a ninja star? Yes. It is. Oh, my God. And a you plastic ninja out. star? <gasps> Paper. Oregani. Oh, Akatan, did she um, make them? made like two dozen <gasps> of them for us to throw at Boogie. Oh, they're so pretty. Wow, they're beautiful. You fuckers, those have sharp edges. <laughs> Oh, Lord, please. Those are kind of cool, though. Is yeah. she in the chat room right now? Of course. Do they actually this is the coolest oh, thing so ever. Cool. We're totally, we have dis- the best we're totally distracted now. Everybody, attack. <laughs> I'm going to get you. Close your eyes. All right, that cock. Close your eyes. I told you they're fucking sharp. They fly really good. They do. Jesus, that was so scary. I saw it right in my eye. They're all different sizes too. Oh my god! That is the coolest. We just like totally turned nine. Look at the tiny weenie 
Ow, 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 that was my face. It ow. Was not your face. Ow, stop. Okay. Oh, uh, I, I, I'm I, getting hey. a little scared, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Perverted Podcast listeners, watch. thank you. <laughs> thank you very much for this show. God damn it. Hunger, 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 hunger. Hi, I'm about five. That. Thank you. Hunger. <laughs> we get buttons from Laz. We get origami ninja stars from Agatha. And Mew is just aggressively crawling on the floor. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me, can you crawl up? I want to see your ass. Oh, there it is. Oh, oh. So Look at those horrible marks. Ninja. What mean man gave oh. her those horrible marks on her That back? might have been Saturday. Uh-huh. Saturday. I see some Hi. cane marks there. Oh, she's a cutie. Look, she's got Aww. a handful of fucking yeah, little origami ninjas. Okay. <laughs> what, what just what happened? We, I have no idea. We, we haven't even gotten out of potato <laughs> mayhem yet. It was a paper ninja yet. star attack. I was going to tell the greatest story ever, and I'll tell it quick. Um, if you are a fan of South Park, you remember the finger bang episode where Stan's dad was in a boy band and refused to let them be in a boy band. But there was a clip in that in that episode that I got to mimic finally that I had said that is a rock star moment. And so Mew and Bunny were on the bed and we were doing like some little play and some, you know, I have them line up, you know, and their butts are different sizes. So I kind of adjust them so that I can get the belt or the cane around, whatever. And I just looked down and these just cutest, wonderful butts that and and I've seen it so many times and I'm always grateful and it's so wonderful and I said I just have to have my rock star moment. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I don't want to know. And I fucking said do? let daddy have his moment and they're like what and I go <laughs> I start rolling for 10 minutes on their butts just grinding my head into their butts like I'm like a puppy with an itch just uh-huh. wee we flopping around because that's what Randy's, uh, that's what Stan's, uh, Kyle's, uh, what Stan's dad did. And he rolled, there was like four girls and he just rolled across their boobs and said, wee, woohoo. And it's that rock star moment where you have Aww. butts and whatever. And You had your rock star moment. I did. Aww. And they just, they had the most awkward look on their face. Because <laughs> they didn't know what the they, fuck they you were doing. They didn't understand the reference. <laughs> of course okay. not. And then I start trying to butt hump them with my head and I'm ramming my head in the butts and it was just awesome because I'm bald and it was butts and That's just so so, so cool. That's biz- Unger has something to yes, say. Yes, Unger. Funny you should mention finger bang. The chat was very upset that they didn't have a, a, a ask the chat question. Aww. So I made one up. Oh. What, what, what was uh. the question? What is the weirdest thing you put your fingers in? Oh, Ooh, that is a good one. What were the answers? So far a fetal pig. <gasps> nice. Which I've done too. Wait a minute. What? Wait, let's just stop. Yeah. Let, let's you ju- don't need to go any further. I Elaborate, <laughs> please. <laughs> you fingered a fetal pig. When you take a advan- any start type of like college level anatomy class, uh-huh. it's usually what you dissect. So you oh, are you s- didn't oh. fucking finger fuck a fetal no, pig. No, you are sticking oh. your fingers in it. Ew. But in its like abdomen, right. you weren't yes. like putting it on your I finger. Still put my finger in it. Like yeah. a like a, no, I wasn't doing that. Like I postal was, two, where yeah. you mount the cat on the gun. And quirky put her fingers in a really gross pipe to save some ducklings. Oh, that's nice. Oh, that's because uh, it's quirky. And it's she's still quirky and very she, much she, something she would do. Gross pipes. Yikes. Pulled out well, ducklings. ducklings. But that's where <laughs> that's ducklings like came from because she mistyped, and now we have ducklings in uh, the cat. Oh ducklings God. instead of ducklings. <laughs> <laughs> I put my finger in a socket 
Michelle, why would you do that? It was fun. Oh, yeah, and uh, someone stuck their <gasps> finger in a light socket, by the way. No, 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 no not good. a light socket. It's after you pull the tooth and there's a hole oh, in oh, their well, jaw. Oh, oh. That sounds oh, cool. Kind of fingered in there. That, I thought cool. we had a rule. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> yes, okay, we, we had a rule. No, no disgusting dental stuff when you're on the show or apologize. ever when I'm in the room. I was, apologize. It was topical. No. no. Oh, about the weirdest so things then I guess we can make decisions no. about what's not talked about on the show. Yes. Oh, so, we well, then there is a th- something we're supposed to be talking about during some fucking advice that I should just be able to say we Listen, can't talk about. you talk about. about electrical play and I'm not into it and I don't freak the Ew, fuck I out. I hate that shit. That's fantastic. Well, if we can talk about if we can't talk about her fingering fucking bleeding can, hole can, sockets, then oh god no, then, this, uh, is a, this is a rule she and I have. <laughs> then uh, we shouldn't times, be talking about I pegging. She can't later. reach into her bag and pull out her her collection of teeth. <sighs> yeah, I know, I know. I guess really oh my god, good. this I show is completely falling. I apart. have a suggestion though. You know, yeah. we need to start having potato mayhem be like throughout the show so we could space it out i think potato, so like we could have you know a, a whole break. show of potato mayhem yeah you know what it'd be like our kathy? own advertising kathy <laughs> yeah i'm gonna agree we just need to have just potato have have mayhem two and three because there's so much yeah, stuff you have a great that's potato going mayhem on jingle we never use it's no <gasps> i don't even i don't it's, know it's, it goes it, potato mayhem <laughs> You know, you are correct because Potato Mayhem gets long because our lives are very exciting and a lot of our, and our PP listeners constantly are like, hey, we want to hear about you know the stuff you guys are doing. So, uh, right. But we should break it up. I yeah. agree. Totally. Okay. Um, what's up with... Uh, go ahead and pitch a... Uh, oh, yeah. Well... Carnival Carnival. You know, we, yes. you and I used to do... Uh, well, let's talk about this first. You and I used to do the Kinky Gaming party oh, once okay. a month. It was a perverted podcast sponsored event. It was sure. great. Uh, and then we, for various reasons, ran out of time and ended up handing it over to uh, Los Angeles Geeky and Kinky group from Fat Life. They have now taken it over. It has been dubbed Nerdgasm, which apparently is a very popular uh, Nerdgasm. So So it's been there already for a couple of months, and I just wanted to pimp it up because it is an absolutely awesome, awesome party. It's a gaming night. It's it's gaming. Board games. It's kinking out. Board games in the main room. Kinky in the in the smaller rooms That's at Threshold, right. and it's it's the uh, third Wednesday of every month, and they're really taking it and flying with it, and it's a whole. So lot if of fun. you are local, come and check that out. That's I'm right. usually in and out. You know, we're usually there, but it's it's not a perverted podcast event anymore. But we're Which always is probably a good we're thing. probably <laughs> yeah. They actually you and I know they actually care about. about it. I fucking it. hate board games, so I just I did it because I knew people liked it. But I'm like, I, re- I really don't. don't it's what it. Creative Explorer threatens me with when it, yeah he'll pull out a board game. So I it's one of those things. I appreciate it. I appreciate that people love it, but so I'm let's glad that the people that are running it now actually are love passionate it, so, about games. Let it and be then that let way. us not forget Carnival Carnival coming up this Saturday, the 22nd, in which uh, a certain coordinator I know <gasps> is going to get pies in the yes, face to raise I money for that. the club. So uh, Unger, yes, yes, Boogie. Um, uh, how much to put a pie in your face? It will. Be, uh, the, uh, they've changed it today slightly. I like how they've changed it. <laughs> <laughs> they, they asked me, and I said I don't care. So um, that was a mistake. Yeah. So well, forty well, actually, cents actually, and a it pie. Works out, it works out for me because the price is the same. It's actually more. Um, five bucks for a pie. Oh, okay. That's oh. pretty cheap. And if you pay more, you can get closer. Oh. Oh, they're going to throw. And if it's $15, you can actually just stand there if and if put it in his face. For $15, you can stand in my face and put it in my face. Yeah. Or I'm also going to have a seltzer bottle out. The, the and so they can jack you with the seltzer. Is that the same distance kind of pricing? Yeah. 
If you are local, what's the day of the event? <laughs> the 22nd, this coming Saturday. The 22nd, this coming Saturday. Yeah, still is. working out one possible more thing to make us even more money. Oh, Unger, <laughs> you are a dedicated coordinator. But it's not, this isn't for sure yet. So, okay. So, so Unger, is, yeah. so uh, Unger I've, yeah. I've got a pie, and I think I've got $15. Will you... <laughs> Eat my pie? No, no, no. I'm not eating it. You <laughs> buy, oh, wait you a minute. You can just I see what uh, you're... Uh, anal only for six uh, weeks, young lady. Trying, trying. Well, when does that start? Unger has a big mouth. Oh, that's well, like, we can do it tonight. That's yeah, like right. a bath. <laughs> <laughs> and baths are not allowed on your list, young lady. Oh, my God. That's so funny. But in six weeks, you save your 15 bucks. Okay. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Carnal uh, Carnival is going to be amazing. It's from 12 to uh, 1 to 7. And then at 9 o'clock is the after party, which is usually fucking off the charts. Yeah, it'd be pretty good. Oh, and Poppy Ramon is doing the food for that night. He's hosting that party. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I ain't telling. You got to be here to find out. Is it going to be good? Probably. So if you're one of our listeners from the UK, get on a plane (laughs) (laughs) right now and come and get the meat and cheese slices that (laughs) Poppy Ramon will probably be putting out. Fedlife.com bruises and bondage and pussies and dongs petlife.com consensual safe and sane ish <laughs> for your peace of mind please know that the writer of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so i've just given up giving the intro to people what yeah you yeah, just do, it's just a, do it all right so this time we have a post called tit for tat is absolutely not a safe, sane, and consensual relationship. It's by Nookie Notes, and she writes, We've all done it. You hurt me, so I lash out and hurt you. It's human nature, and it's bullshit. If you really love someone, the last thing you want to do is cause them hurt. It should hurt you to cause them to feel pain and guilt. If you want to hurt them because they have hurt you, that's retaliatory. Excuse me, retaliatory. Yeah. It's petty. It's a business transaction. You give me this, I give that back to you in equal measure. That's not safe, sane, and consensual. It's not kind. It's not considerate. It's not mature. And it's not love. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. (laughs) Here we go. No, I I mean, at its base form, I completely agree with the poster and the majority of people that commented on that post agree with the sentiment of that. If you do things, if if you do play the tit for tat game, that is not a part of love, and it is not a part of caring. But it is a reality of being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That is something that does happen. That there is not always loving action in a relationship. People do have bad days and do shitty things. But it is very important to know that if this is something that is a pattern, and I think that's what I got out of the post. That if you are with somebody that is retaliatory. Um, and that is a pattern that continues, you either need to address that or that relationship is not a loving relationship and you would want to consider not being in a relationship with somebody who is consistent like that. Well, I would agree because really at its most elemental level, if if you are doing nothing but giving back pain when you feel you have received pain and you don't really give it much thought because it is something that you do automatically and you do it over and over again... You know what? There's there's actually something not only just wrong with your relationship, there's probably something wrong with you because that's not how you live life. But I think I have a problem with, with uh, the words, it's a business transaction, you give me this, I give that back to you in equal measure. 
every relationship is a business transaction. Absolutely. And so I, I don't I don't buy into this whole thing. Uh, and I I read the comments too, and I'm quite sure that Nookie Notes maybe did, had a completely different uh, viewpoint than I do, and she's coming from a completely different place. But um, I I don't think of love as a be all end all cure for everything. No. Love is not a constant state of of mind that you are in. And it never goes away. Sometimes you feel love. Sometimes you feel frustration. Sometimes you feel caring. You can feel any number of things. And just because you love someone, are in love with someone, it does not mean that, number one, they have the right to walk all over you. Number two, you don't have the uh, the right to retaliate or to show them what they've done and that hurts. And I I think that it's a kind of naive way to look at relationships because from my perspective love is just a chemical reaction it's just something that happens in your brain and it does not uh, cure relationships of everything i will agree with that okay i will absolutely agree with so i I, you know i i'm quite sure that she maybe you never know I, i mean we don't know the source that is coming is this coming from somebody who is just in a real? I mean, we don't we, we get these things and, and we talk about them and we don't know the points of view. Did she just come from uh, a relationship where the person constantly had this behavior? So that you're really energized at saying, "Hey, this isn't love," because you're trying to tell yourself that this isn't love, or is this somebody that has more of a philosophy of kind of the Disney fairy tale about love that love conquers all and love should fix everything? Or is it just kind of the the pragmatic approach that hey this happens and it shouldn't happen and it'd be great if it didn't happen but it, and she says in the beginning we've all done it so that kind of is where it says to me okay we all understand that that it does happen but it's n- if if it becomes a behavior that continues in the relationship then you have a problem it's in the true. relationship and I actually uh, I actually believe that relationships can be a whole lot better if you do treat them like business transactions. We treat our coworkers and our acquaintances better sometimes than we do the people we love. That's true. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so absolutely. there is absolutely nothing wrong with treating it like a business transaction because, God damn it, that's exactly what a relationship is. I don't care whether it's a loving relationship or a work relationship, if that's your colleague, if that's a member of your family. Treat it like a business transaction, and you will probably treat that person with much more respect than you would otherwise. If we say, let's elaborate on that, because you have to define a business transaction. If you're defining a business transaction as a shitty boss to an employee, (laughs) that is not the business transaction that you want. But if you're talking about the business transaction where you come to the table and you say, I have a business and I need somebody to work my business or we're working in this together and there is something in it for you and there is something in it for me and let us negotiate that so that it is fair and valuable compensation for both of us in order to motivate that relationship. If that's the type of business relationship you're talking about, I absolutely agree with you 100% or 99.9%. And it's it's why uh, so often, generally speaking, I'm not going to say that polyamory community and the BDSM community is perfect and do everything right, but it is generally speaking why uh, these relationships tend to, at least in my experience, last longer or be more positive because we're forced to do that kind of negotiating. We're forced to really communicate and talk about the give and take. This is what I bring to the table. What are you going to bring to the table? And we communicate the hell out out of things every time we explore some little new area of our relationship. 
Yeah, because a lot of the times, um, like little things that will come up that you don't even know that you have baggage of. And then you're like, you lash out at them and you're like, oh, okay, so I have this thing now. And you have to talk about it. You have to discuss your feelings and and dig in deep and figure out where it's coming from and what uh, what made you trigger, you know, that other pe- person that that did that. So you have to um, you have to kind of look at it like that. And because you can't just be, oh, I love you. Oh, you love me. Okay, <laughs> I will give you anal and and For six you weeks. will get this this, you know. And and everything will be great. No, it's yeah. not really reality. You have to talk about shit and you have to, you know, you know, I can love Poppy Ramon all you want. But if we aren't meeting each, each other's needs and we aren't in a healthy relationship, it's going to be better to walk away than to stay in that kind of relationship. It's true. And I have to say, I'm not so used to disagreeing with what posters say. So it makes me nervous to just go off and say, I, I think this was ridiculous, but I really did not see eye to eye with this poster at all because what you said. You no, 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 go ahead. Um, because I, uh, actually I just totally lost what I was going to say. Why you didn't, yeah, why ahead. you didn't no. agree with the poster. Yeah, that's okay. Well, here's what I was, uh, what I was going to say. You don't agree with your, and we've had this plenty of times because, once again, this is a poster that's writing. You don't agree with what your interpretation of what you think her point was. So you guys may be on the exact same page, and it was just worded wrong. It's a very short post. But it's it's interesting to see how this is a good example of relationships that we communicate in our relationships. And you have to go further than just that one, this is the point. Yeah. You may you have, have to, to dig deeper. a little you have to dig deeper, deeper and then Yeah. I mean even in one in the, one of the comments uh, some there were a lot of people making comments about it and she answered some of them and and said basically I'm not going to get into a fight I'm not going to get into it if somebody does hurt me I'm going to take the high road and walk away. And I remember reading that and thinking, you know, this sounds a lot like uh, was it last week or the week before where Boogie was talking about um his, he doesn't like taking from people. And because he needs to be in charge, and and it was uh, off of uh, Laz's uh, post about oh, yeah, yeah. right, and so you made a comment that a lot of people uh, don't really realize that that's actually kind of selfish. Right. It's selfish to say I'm not going to allow you to serve me. I'm not going to allow you to give. I'm going to be the sole giver because it leaves me in control, and that way I won't be vulnerable. Well, in the same way. I, it, it seems a little bit like if you're going to walk away from a relationship without putting more into it and saying, you know what, you're wrong. And I think I have something to teach you. And you, you need to learn that you, you can't treat people like this. You need to understand how you hurt me. You need to understand that your words and your actions because have consequences. Otherwise, they won't know. They won't know and they won't learn and they won't reevaluate themselves. So, exactly. So to yeah, go the yeah. extra shitty mile. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So maybe... Uh, you know, because when you're talking about DS relationships and punishments and things like that, you know, for these types of things, sometimes getting a taste of your own medicine is kind of like holding the mirror up to you. Exactly. You know, oh, so yeah. can it be In done now? That so yeah. if so if somebody does something uh, to hurt you, say emotionally, and it's kind of like giving, uh, you know, when you you spank a kid, you know, the hope is is that you've thought about it and this is the correct punishment and it's something that's thought about before. So could giving someone a taste of their own medicine actually be loving 
as long as it's in a controlled setting where you're mm-hmm. trying to say, this is what I felt, this is a behavior pattern that you have, and so we're going to do this thing, and you're going to see what it you feels know, like. You know, what it, what it feels like. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I, I had a friend once whose boyfriend was... Uh, I don't want to be tied down to any schedules. You guys, uh, you know, I'll let you know when I'm free. And it was it was kind of ridiculous. And it was clear that this guy was not really seeing what he was doing, that his actions were really causing everybody around him to wait around for him until my friend finally said, OK, well, that that's cool with me. Um, I'm going to do the same thing. And he said, you have every right to do the same thing. You go right ahead. And then the next weekend comes around and she's not available for him. And she kind of, I'll, I'll grant her, she sarcastically said something like, gosh, I guess it would help if you, I were to tell you in advance what my plans were so you could plan around that, huh? And he, it, the penny dropped for him. He realized right. at that moment. Maybe it, if she were a, a bigger asshole, it wouldn't have worked. And if he weren't so willing to see something that he wasn't looking at before, that wouldn't have worked. In this case, it worked fine. But uh, sometimes if you do it the right way, it so is a great learning. So intention is what the difference is between tit for tat. Yeah. If you have an intention to hurt somebody, then that's shitty and petty and retaliatory. But if you have an intention to teach somebody something and to hopefully that it makes them better by showing them what they do, then maybe that that's not that's not such that's a bad not thing. A horror now, thing. if this per- if this person can't, look, I'll tell you something. All bets are off if we're dealing with a human being who is a complete asshole and does not know uh, how to be respectful and kind to other people, and they're just being assholes. Yeah, then you know what? You have every right to walk the fuck away from this person. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. But generally speaking, I you know I I really didn't agree with uh, this poster that much. So well, then we'll. But it was a good post. It was a good post. It created a lot of comments. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good conversation. It got people to talking. I liked it. Grandma can't be lame and also kind of very scary. What the what is See, that? See, they bo- I'm blind, see. Oh. And both of these four and five next to each other say perverted. <laughs> so I meant to hit oh. this one. See, perverted awesome. vocabulary. I didn't think about it. And that, yeah. See. So uh-huh. I got new glasses. That's the today. one that's these says are brand gra- new. Got these glasses Is today. Is that why you can read the board? Still can't read. Oh. Well, you read it pretty good before the show. Uh, yeah. Okay. It's it's still blurry, but I can right. make out stuff. This is uh, a short one. It's from Emily, who last week in the in the chat room was telling Unger that uh, she had you in her fantasies when she was masturbating during the show. I was hot. I was so excited. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's well, so she says excited. she says of Unger, he got it wrong. What? <gasps> Unger. Of course I do. I fail at everything. <laughs> and she's in the chat right now. Boogie is not on my masturbation list. Oh, bullshit. It was Mark and Abyss. No, I did say that. I did say. Mark Mew? Mark Mew. Oh, I thought I and said. And Abyss? I, I thought I I said How am I not included in that? That she does it well on the show. Yes, but you and mentioned Boogie and Abyss. On, I said it was. Oh, I said Boogie and Abyss? Yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. She what? says, sorry, <laughs> she says, sorry, Boogie, but because, you no, kill I, I my lady I, boner. What? <laughs> oh! I do know she said Mew and Abyss. Hey, wait, 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 wait a minute. You fucking reverse this. <laughs> Emily, I am very sorry. <laughs> Emily's a good that girl. Is, uh, she I knows what's kill lady boners, man. I felt like a star. 
I did have another perverted mailbox, but it had to do with... Yeah, why not? Just crush my dreams more. No, it had to do with the new computer that we didn't talk about. The what? We should do Potato Mayhem 2. Why? Because we never talked about the computer. Oh. Do it. I guess. Perverted mailbox. Perverted uh, potato yeah, mayhem. I don't know whatever. what the fuck I'm saying anymore. Why? Nobody, Talk about the computer. Nobody masturbates Talk about, about me. Or oh. Here, have a porno. Wait, Poppy does. Did Poppy Ramon just say I do? <laughs> Thanks, Pumpkin. I appreciate that, Poppy Ramon. While he's fucking my ass. That's. Oh! <laughs> oh wow. Oh, oh that <laughs> is epic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> in his in his thoughts. Mm, Boogie needs new glasses now. <laughs> Fuck me, Jesus uh, Christ! Whatever. Per- Perverted podcast is getting a new computer. Yeah, I was gonna kind of save this because we switched host topics because of the oh. incident that happened yesterday. But um, uh, yeah, after years of editing perverted podcast videos and and all the videos that we do that we put up that help bring people to perverted podcast and suffering in front of a low powered computer that takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to render video that it's not capable of taking, uh, we finally said this is what we're going to do. Uh, with our perverted podcast uh, donor dollars uh, that people have been sending in, and it's been absolutely wonderful. I was going to do a whole topic about why I don't like receiving. Well, you money posted it, and why? Yeah, I, I did. I made a post and says, "Hey, I you know I have this past, so I wanted to make really sure that the listeners understood that I'm we're not just frivolously that one that we're not just throwing away money that people are donating because it's really special to us that that our listeners." care enough about us to um, put uh, dollars in an account. What are you guys looking at? I have no idea. Just, what do you... N- nothing. You're like a dog just staring at a blank space. Well, I'm like, what is that? What is oh, what? the sex swing hangs from that. <laughs> You've been in here fucking 800 times. You don't see the hard point that's been hanging in there for like literally a year and a half? Nothing. Okay. I'll let it go. Okay. I, I'm sorry. So you wanted to make sure that the listeners knew. So, yeah, I wanted yeah. to make sure. And uh, and so. But you have issues. I Major do. issues. Okay. Well, from your childhood. So, sure. Um, but the good news is, is the listeners were very supportive and said, hey, absolutely, uh, uh, getting a new computer. And it's going to be half and half. We don't have enough for the. I mean, the computer's going to be like 1400 bucks for a real editing computer. You're going to pay for half? I'm going to pay for half. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't nice. have that much money in the bank, so well, I don't we wanna, we don't want to drain. Yeah, you know. drain it. No, we're not going to drain it. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking drain Christ. Drain it. It's not like what you I was raised thing. by wild Jews. You oh don't my. drain you savings wild accounts. wild Jews in the woods. You don't <laughs> drain savings. But half and half is, is really good, so... Um, we're going to get a computer a and hope a real, uh, I mean, obviously the movie editing computers are $6,000. We're not going to pay that. But for about $1,400, we should be able to get something um, that is fast enough to really increase uh, the productivity, Yeah, which means we can make more videos. We can do more education videos. Because people don't realize how much time you spend on this. I mean, the, yeah. the podcast is over. The rest of us go into the kitchen and talk for an hour or two, and you sit in here rendering, and editing doing all that shit none of us have any clue Mm-mm. what's actually going on in here it, it's, but it's a little time consuming it is and, and then the next morning yeah, i'm very just... happy that you pushed decided to push past what is for you a very very difficult issue I, that I, comes from your upbringing it'll give you more your... time in the day yeah and more i think it was for good. you yeah and well and more time to make more videos more, just, yeah, more, videos. more 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 content and, and i liked your post it was really really 
very very insightful to you. And uh, and I wanted to read something that one of our donors sent uh, because I, I and the reason I want to bring this up is because I think it actually is the way that a lot of people must feel. Anybody who donates to the show must feel this way. So Arbor fifty six said, "I've always thought I was just a little bit weirder than everyone else, but when I went to my first munch, it was the meeting." Oh. What? You know what? I'm just reading the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Whoopsie. That was my This sounded one. like Sorry. a great story. And I'm like, And this oh. is really good. Here it is again. <laughs> Edit out that part. <laughs> Matrix wrote to us on Patreon and said, You, Boogie, are a good man who I see following his passion to his fullest. It's inspiring to listen and witness and watch the show evolve into what it presently is. Bless you, Boogie. Not from a religious place, but like from a king place. I'm stoked that you are finally getting enough rolling to begin the process of upgrading equipment. And I tell you, the day I hear a commercial or two, I will think to myself, fuck yes, because it means you're getting bigger and bigger and more people are finding out about your awesomeness. And the bigger you get, the bigger your bills and you got to pay for them somehow. Oh, that was awesome. Wasn't that nice? Yes. And that I was, think a lot of people feel that way. That was very, very nice. I know that you're trying <laughs> not to punch me in the face right <laughs> now. So Look, very nice. he's I making kn- a fist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm crunching. No, I, it's just a long a long time of being really, it's, it's very touched, but it's also very vulnerable because you're allowing people to help. And I've always been that fear. I lived in a, I lived outside in motorhomes and vans for years and years. The, uh, a high percentage of my adult life is spent living outdoors specifically because I need to be independent. And if I can't pay for this, I'm not. People are always like, hey, come live with me. It's fun. No, no, absolutely not. So I've always been fiercely not wanting to take from people. And this is kind of a big push for me to just take help from people and, and say, hey. But it's also understanding this isn't just my show. This is our show. This is a show we all put into, and people come in, and everybody's invested in this. So I really don't have the right to hold up our progress because of my fucking hang-ups. So I have that kind of battle. So this was this was kind of a big deal, and, and just I know it's just a fucking computer, but it, it really was, you know, it was something I had to kind of look in the mirror and go through and say this is bigger than me, and hopefully at the end of, of the game. And it was really, and it wasn't even the motivation, but like Paper Doll jumped up and threw in fifty bucks and said, I "Hey, know. go get the, oh, you know, nice. go get the computer." And and so, so this, it's it's really special. So I'm very uncomfortable having this conversation, <laughs> and that we weren't supposed to have this conversation, <laughs> but now we've had the conversation. Oh, so, so uh, you know, I but uh, as long as we're having the conversation, I was a Christian preacher, and I spent a lot of years in a church, and I was the guy that stood up and told people to give money. And I was very, you know, I wasn't pressury about it, but it was like, my approach was like, hey, you know, we have air conditioning in here and someone's got to pay for it, you know? And so, but even still, I was so involved in religion and everywhere you went, it was always pressure for, we got to build a new building, all this bullshit shit. Mm-hmm. We're not, not, hey, we got to feed the homeless, you know? We got to go feed, you know, help widows and, you know, stuff like that. It was about, we got to build a new church. We got to build a new thing. We got to build a new. So it was like taking people's money for really fucking lame shit. And I was very, and even then that really bugged me. And so I'm really, I hate asking for money. It really fucks with me. Plus I was raised by people that everything had a price tag on it. Everything. My mom was really, really like, oh, you can't 
fucking buy me like I made her some craft one year when I was a kid and I like put all this time and I made it for her and I gave it to her and she's all you couldn't come up with five fucking bucks to buy me a gift so that was like kind of the that was the whole kind of thing I was raised in and whatever it's stupid I probably should have fucking choked up money and got a gift I was cheap but still the thing is is that's where I came from. Yeah. So, so when I say I don't want to do commercials, and when I say I don't want to, you know, badger the fucking listeners for money, that's because I've seen so many negatives behind it. I kind of want to try to make it work out to where we don't have to do that. So there, now we've had the topic. <laughs> Can we move on to no. something less fun? Less fun. <laughs> yes, <laughs> even less fun. Does a pussy taste like eggplant? What? What the fuck is that? It's host topic. You know, I'm the host. Does (laughs) a pussy? I I got a take. What? I don't know. What? 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 Does a pussy taste like eggplant? I don't know. I write jingles. Okay, that's about as random as you can get. Have you not learned by now? Oh Lord. Hey, we have something from Arbor Fifty Six. What are you? What are you Arbor doing? Fifty Six. What? She's doing some fucking advice. The host topic is different. I know. I'm going to interject with the wrong thing again. What? Jesus Christ! <laughs> I just messed up. A, I stick in a host topic that you had said we're not going to do this, and then I go the wrong one. Now I'm doing it again. Okay. It so, was a joke. Should I play the jingle again? Yeah! I'm not sure. I wonder about... Jesus. Does a pussy taste like eggplant? What? He looks so surprised. What the hell? I just like What do you want? I don't know, but it gets your attention really well. He's busy. Even though it sounds like hunger and not hunger. True. Hunger, 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 I'll put you guys on the spot for next week. Okay, what? Emily's curious if you're going to answer her questions about Polly at some point. What question? Oh, yes, I do have it. Okay. Well, yeah, at some point. I got a long list, by the way. Okay, but she's asking. She's so sweet. Oh, you mean the woman that doesn't actually fantasize about me? By all means, let's give her more airtime. Wow. <laughs> we need that butthurt button. We need the right? butthurt jingle. <laughs> give her more airtime, then maybe after overtime she will start That's right. Oh, Was so now I'm supposed to buy fantasy time? Jesus, well, how yes. desperate is my you're, life, you're, guys. You're in broadcasting. It's all about advertising. <laughs> it's kind of, it's, yes, popular one. I believe that's called tit for tat. Oh! oh. oh. God. Ah. I'm just kidding. I was butt rolling. You tell her I butt rolled gorgeous Butts. Damn, like she don't even know what that means. <laughs> She's like, all right, whatever. Go ahead. Okay, so host the topic. All right, I'm trying to lighten the mood because, uh, and we're not going to go into a lot of huge details about this because um, it is uh, fairly serious. Um, yesterday uh, at one of our private renters, it wasn't a threshold party; it was a private renter, but it's still we're it's it's our building. Um, we had uh, 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 an incident in the parking lot where somebody. Um, who was not from Threshold, just some random fucking psycho uh, coming uh, by uh, the entrance to Threshold, uh, grabbed someone uh, who was a patron of the uh, 
uh, of the party of the party, party. scared them. and scared the fucking shit out of them. And uh, it wasn't a serious injury, but it was very serious. There was threats and screaming and whatever. And then this person went off and went on a mini crime spree. This was a crazy. Person. Th- this was a crazy person. Okay. And uh, and uh, it, it was a scary situation. Um, the police were involved. The police came in, which was we'll talk about that. That was amazing uh, to see the looks on people's face when the Ooh. police came in. Um, but and and I don't want to get too scary um but this is this really brings up the top this was broad daylight threshold we have a security guy in the parking lot every party that we have um we have lights we have lights everywhere whatever but no matter how much we offer people to walk them to and from you know you know we do everything we can but no matter what, there is always some risk that y- we live in a world where fucking a percentage of humans are not of a right mind or they are of a criminal mindset and they're they're going to attack and, and grab and hurt people or worse. And so uh, I really thought as we work this out and once again, we'll talk more about the situation and whatever because it was shitty. Um, but the first thing I want to say is... Uh, Bravo to um, the renter that was involved that I won't mention until they they have they want to talk to their their people first and we'll mention it later. Um, but to the renter that was involved, I was at the event. Um, I am so proud. I am. I cannot fuck Kathy. I cannot fucking tell you how proud I am that we did exactly what we said we would do, and that is. Without care or concern for the reputation of our dungeon or the reputation that people may freak out and want to close threshold because it has those kinky perverts, we ignored all of that and we immediately advocated for the victim. We did everything we were supposed to do. We called the police immediately. We did not try to brush any, oh, hey, we don't want the police involved. But We did none of that fucking shit that has plagued this community for a lot of years. And a lot of us have fought very hard against that to say if there is a victim of an assault or a consent violation or something like that, it is our responsibility, regardless of whether this club gets shut down or not, to advocate for the victim, call the police when need be. And do what we can uh, to make sure that the victim is taken care of. And everyone on board, and some of these people have stuff to lose, you know. Everyone did what they were supposed to do. I was really, really proud to be in this community because I know for some of those people, that was a big step of courage for them to say, absolutely, call the police. Let's make sure. And then everything else was taken care of. The person that was uh, in the situation, we, we put them, you know, we got them safe. We did everything that we were supposed to do. It was, I was really, it was a shitty situation, but I was really, really proud. The next thing is I really want us to talk about because we have a lot of people. And this is threshold where we, like I said, we have all these things in place and cameras and, and lights and whatever. But no matter what. People are going to public events. You out in perverted podcast land may be going to munches or private parties or dungeons or clubs or events or meetings with people. And I think it's a good time that we start talking more regular about what do you do to protect yourself. It's true because, here, like as you mentioned, we do have security at every night party we have. Uh, and we have paid a, a pretty penny to get tons of light all over the place. Sure. 
we don't. We're not in a bad area. It's just that it's an industrial area. And yeah, there are people. Weekends people and go at through. Nights, there's nobody here, and it is a kind of an alley, and it's a thoroughfare that people will walk through. And this was during daylight hours. Why would you imagine that? It, it, it's when you let your guard down. Absolutely, that shit goes wrong. And so, frankly, I I, I don't really consider this a BDSM related anything. This is just. You were out in, in in a parking lot in daylight, and somebody came up to you. Could you have done anything to? This is something that is across all all parts of life. Yeah, I mean, this, this is happens the kind of outside stuff. of schools. This happens exactly. at churches and this universities. This happen at the Piggly Wiggly. Yeah, what the fuck is a I'm Piggly sorry, Wiggly? I'm sorry, what, Michelle? <laughs> Where do you come from? Wait, Arkansas? What? <laughs> Piggly Wiggly? What the fuck is? <laughs> you need more anal. Store. More uh, what? It's a, it's a grocery store. It's a grocery store. Yeah. It's a, a there's a grocery store named East Coast Ralph. It's yeah. East Coast. Yeah. It's smaller, <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Okay, so this yes, this could the happen Piggly at Wiggly the Piggly Wiggly. Wiggly. Nice going, Michelle. <laughs> cool beans. <laughs> I say that. Piggly Wiggly. So, so here are you know. Let's talk about mm-hmm. some things that you can do, no matter what where you are. And this is not. I mean, obviously, we're talking about uh, protecting, uh, you know, females because you know, obviously, a female was a, and it was a female on female crime uh, uh, that that this happened um, yesterday. So, what are some things? That you can tell somebody who's going to go to their first munch, who's going to go to their event, where they don't know the event, or it's not in a, you know, maybe it's just in an open neighborhood. Can I actually interject here? Because I I used to work for a lady uh, who, she lived in a really nice neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and they always had the police over to speak to their neighborhood watch group. And and the police always told them the same thing, that they never believed um, until it was too late. That it is in the places that you're most comfortable and in nicer areas where you let your guard down, right. places that you're familiar with. So it's one thing. Yes, we can absolutely talk about uh, if you're going to uh, your first munch or a party that you are not familiar with. But I think that the reason this happens is because we're so familiar with Threshold. We know the space. Mm-hmm. All of our friends are right on the other side of that wall. Right. And why not walk out into the parking lot? Because it's daytime and, and we know this place. I know that wall. I know that parking space. I feel so comfortable here that sometimes I don't even lock my car. And that's when things go wrong. And that's right. what this cop was trying to get through to them is that it's when it's it's the places that you know where this stuff is usually going to happen. And I think that's maybe even more important to discuss than uh, what do you do when yeah, you go to a place you don't recognize? Because we're more on our gut. Or my, how many people, you know, come to our orientation? How many times do you and Carlos go out into the parking lot because you see people going around in their car? Should I stop sure, sure. now? Because they're more careful going to someplace they don't recognize than you are going to someplace that you're familiar with. Well, I mean, I totally agree with that. And I believe, like, because I'm not that way. I'm paranoid in that parking lot. Every time I walk out, when my girls pull up, I go to the car and I escort them. I don't let my guard down because I'm hyper paranoid and I've been in a past where I've saw lots of crazy things. So I think some people, if you train to have situational awareness be part of just your mantra when you go out. Today I went and I ordered some shitty tacos and I wanted to sit in my car and eat my tacos by myself. My entire time sitting in the car, I'm looking at every mirror. My car is running, so that way if somebody approaches my car, I can fucking drive away. And if they're in my way, they're going to get fucking run over. You know, so there are... It's it's letting your guard down. I totally agree with that. 
but it's how do we make ourselves into a place to where we always keep our guard up at least a little bit because a, half of these things, half of these things that happen um, can be avoided with good situational awareness. Where are you? Are you looking around? And it doesn't have to be like shaking like a, a, a scared animal. It can be like, what is 100 yards that way? What is 100 yards that way? Is there somebody walking around that's maybe walking? I do this with my girls. We go to, you know, when we go hunt for Pokemon, I say, let's just look look at people just quickly. Okay, there's someone walking. They're kind of staggering a little bit. Maybe they're drunk. Okay, so that's someone you're going to want to, you know, keep an eye on. Like maybe they're going to be boisterous or try to, you know, uh, accost you or something like that. It's just those little things of looking around and just looking at people and saying, what is their body language like? Are they walking with kind of like a stern aggression, like they've had a shitty day? Well, that may be someone you don't want to get in a conflict. Maybe they're looking for a fight or a confrontation. You know, there's definitely things that you can look at just by watching people without having to stare or whatever, but just keeping those things in your head no matter where you are. Yeah, and let me tell you that, unfortunately, the reason a lot of people aren't looking around is they have their face buried in their phone. Yeah, that's so true. That is, uh, yeah. That's, That's a problem. absolutely. That true. is a problem, especially a younger generation. I'm, you know, I've just seen them. They standing just in line there. for fucking free donuts. Oh, give it! Oh, it was. It was all fucking young people. It was all young it's people, and they were all buried in their phones. I could the have donuts. driven by with a samurai oh sword God. and cut off all of their heads. They were all on their phones, this is, waiting for free donuts like tell, zombies. You're saying this. That's while how you we're ki- talking about safety. That's how you kill zombies. <laughs> what I'm just saying. Yeah, you just have to be aware. Yeah, you have to look around. Yeah, absolutely. And and also, I've always um, been taught to, like, if you feel like someone's kind of approaching you and you don't want them, you just, you turn around and you look them straight in the eye and you acknowledge that you see them and you say something to them like, hey, what time is it? Or do you know what's going on? Or, you know, something, something. And usually it'll deter them because now you know what they look like and you've sized them up and you know like how tall so you can report them. And usually they'll go away and leave you alone. But if they're crazy approach, I'm like, they're crazy. Okay. (laughs) That is one. That is one approach. That is the, uh, you know, confront before being confronted approach. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily the safest. They're like uh, high and yeah, 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 it's not going to work. But well, yeah. that is one. Yeah, I mean, I other will. things when when so when you are going to something, uh, and once again, I know that we're talking mostly about being protective of women, but I'm telling you, I apply all these things to myself. I drove in. I think it was with Mew. I we pull into a gas station. I look inside because I look around because I watch all those fucking active self protection cover your ass videos from that guy, and I look in and I see inside the store some kind of you know grungy looking guy and he's looking acting all aggro and waving his finger at the guy on the counter i just said nope not going here there's other gas stations so so for me i I just want to say that it's not just i'm just trying to be the prince charming protecting the women i think it's gender uh not gender specific right but there are things that you can do to minimize your risk when you're going someplace and Mm -hmm. what are some of those things that are normal you're going you're going to a new place i don't know what you're asking me i'm just trying to let you guys add to the conversation instead of me Uh, just sitting here rambling and giving the list you know uh, tell someone where you're going 
Good. You know, have a phone number so that they can call and check in on you or you call and check in them. Hey, I made it to X place. You know, just a quick text. And, um, yeah, I you know, it's, it, find, I, find the person who's putting on the show. Exactly. You sure. know, so like if you go to the Domination Munch, you come find me. Yeah. Creative Explorer will even go to the day before where he's supposed to go to make sure. It's usually he does it to make sure he's not late somewhere. But that's a good idea. If you're going to a munch, you don't know where it is. Learn where it is. Yeah. Learn the area before you, you, you know, you're going to go over there. Reach out to the producers or the promoters of that mm-hmm. event and tell them you're nervous about going. And, and they'll come out maybe and greet you. I mean, There is nothing wrong with driving around a place a couple mm-hmm. times to mm-hmm. get your lay of the land. There is absolutely we see people do it here all the time. All the time. That's because yeah. they're scared to go to a dungeon. Of course. <laughs> um, but even in any situation, there's nothing wrong with kind of driving around a couple times and going, okay, there's the door. Now I'm going to see. Are there sketchy people all over the place? Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I know some of this seems like paranoid, but, you know, fuck. People get attacked and fucking robbed, murdered, raped. This is a daily thing. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with taking some time mm-hmm. to to protect yourself going in twos there is n- absolutely yeah, going in most twos. people who are going to approach you aggressively or attack wise you know they're bullies you know yeah. they just want to kind of lash out at someone so they look like this girl that you know yesterday you know looked very innocent and whatever it looked like an easy play i'll guarantee you if there would have been a bunch of uh you know big people standing around they probably would have just grumbled off somewhere else mm-hmm. so safety in numbers there's absolutely if you can bring someone with you or have somebody come out like there's other clubs where the parking lots are way sketchy and it's just kind of known you get your text and hey i'm in the parking lot and people will go to the parking lot so and that you can get you, you yeah. can come in numbers there's and can we just also say that this girl is perfectly fine she's okay oh yeah yeah it, yeah her. it was she's just it was just terrifying scary. it yeah. was just yeah, really was terrifying to, to have a situation like that yeah um and it could have obviously been worse if this person was was more aggressive but yeah. fucking you know whatever and the police did come and you'll talk about more of this yeah yeah next we, week. we may yeah, yeah we may we may have the the hosts of the party come and, oh, and then great. talk about their you know experience with it and and uh you know how they're they're kind of we're all we're all going to talk no matter what. This was an instance that was outside broad daylight. Um, you know, shit. What are you going to do? Um, but we are going to meet and talk about what can we do? What can we do more that we're not doing? What can we do more? So us and the new board at Threshold, we're going to meet and we're really going to just see if there's anything else. Better cameras, more you know information that we can share with each other. Right. We're gonna just we gotta meet more. Yeah. So very good, good talk. Very good, Poppy good Ramon. You talk. wanted to add something? Uh, yeah, just a couple safety tips. I guess you could say, if by chance you have to walk somewhere alone, from say a parking lot or something, keys, sure, really great weapon. If you have you know long hanging thing, you can use it to swing, or you could put the individual keys between your fingers. That way, if you make a fist, you have pointy spikes, sure, basically, sure. to at least scratch and defend yourself in some way. Mace is also, you know, pepper spray, good to have. But don't just have it on your keychain. Have it in your hand, ready to go. Sure. Yes, it seems paranoid, but this is your safety. Sure, absolutely. It's better to look paranoid than the alternative. Sure, absolutely. So if you're going from your car to something else, have it in your hand, ready to go. Have something to defend yourself. Even if it's a little mini four-inch stick, a stun a gun. Michelle. You know, I mean, how many people see go out and walks and they have <laughs> a long to? stick with them just right. in case. Sure. So have something ready to go. Be a little paranoid. 
and I'm the same as Boogie. I'm I'm at a restaurant. I hear stuff and I'm look what's going on there. What's right. over here? You know, it looks like I have ADD, but it's partly it's just situation. You watch. I mean, you watch these videos. Your spatial awareness the, the, has yeah, to the, be up the, a little the bit. The people that that know what's going on, then you see what's happening. You have that extra second to react, and sometimes that's the difference between life or death in, in some of these things. So, yeah, Unger. Quick note to add on that: have have some idea of how to use whatever it is you're going to be using. Yes, sure. Um, self defense classes. Uh, I mean, with self defense classes, one of the things that one of the first things I was ever taught is if you go into a fight with or something a, a scenario and one person has a weapon, you're both armed. Right. Um, so it's important to know, understand not just that you have keys, but actually how to use them, where to use them, things like that. So self defense class. Hmm. Good. There's a lot. There's tons of videos oh, online yeah. on YouTube that you can learn tricks and skills and whatever. And really, if you spend just a little bit of time to improve your skills, then you improve your chances of getting out of situations that that can that can wind up being real scary. Right. True. All right. Let's move on to another. Let's move. Oh, great. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. <laughs> Let's end the show on this. Let's not. Hey, you know what? Oh, what? Arbor 56 wrote to us. Oh, Jesus Christ, kill yourself. <laughs> For fucking God's sakes, just kill yourself. What did Arbor 56 say? Well, she oh, said. Oh, this is actually Arbor 56's yes. size. <laughs> mm. She said, I've always thought I was just a little bit weirder than everyone else. But when I went to my first munch, it was like meeting a secret society of people where I can be as perverted as I want. Listening to PP, I've learned about so many kinks and different viewpoints I've never thought of before. My favorite thing from the show that I've started doing is the Celebrity Masturbation Challenge. Uh-oh. Oh. She's far back in the episode. It's coming <laughs> Sorry, back. Sorry, Arbor 56, we stopped doing that. <laughs> what? What the hell is that? What is Mew doing? She you? just bent over and showing us her butt. No, she's uh, showing me nice. her butt because she knows we're going to be talking about pegging in a minute. So she's <laughs> just, she's just helping Daddy out with a butt little hole. look at that and that Aww. cute little and gorgeous she's so pussy nice. of hers. She spreads her cheeks. That's so you can a good see girl. Really well. yeah. so good. I'm going to play with that later. Right, right. She says one of the things I haven't heard talked about on the show yet is pegging. I want to try it, but have no idea how or where. I was wondering if you could talk about it on the show. Welcome, Michelle. <laughs> is she? Well, hello, hello. Hello. Are you sure this is a she or it's a he that wants to try it? I'm pretty sure it's a she, but does it matter? Well, I'm just gonna saying. Talk, Michelle's going to Listen, I don't know anything about pegging, and obviously neither does Boogie, so I thought, what a great time to have my Michelle over because she knows all <laughs> about pegging. Why, thank you. Take That's it away. It. Is there some Muzak I can play? No. Come here, Mew. You shit on my lap. Aww. Don't distract the show, okay? Go ahead, my Michelle. So um, I would say definitely start with fingers first, and lube is your friend. Uh, specifically silicone lube. You don't want so to now use could you explain what pegging is? Oh, pegging is where someone, male or female, uses a strap-on to fuck someone else in the ass. Like I d- I've never understood. Yeah. Like a pirate peg leg. Yeah. It's strap-on sex, right? Yeah, it's just okay. strap-on sex, right. basically. But right. I think it's, I wouldn't say like... Pegging is commonly referred to as a somebody pegging a male. Yeah. You don't usually say that with a woman. You're yeah, just that, fucking I, her in the yeah, ass. Yeah, I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's specifically for, you know, male bottoms. And female tops. Yes. Yes, I like it a lot. Okay. Like oh, by all means proceed. I've always liked watching it. I've never really uh, been a participant yeah. at all. So go ahead. Yeah, I would definitely, you know, use a t- shit ton of lube. Um, start with your fingers first. 
and you know get them excited do some prostate play you know circle circle come hither come hither you know why are you looking at me <laughs> get the fuck away from me with them fucking fingers bitch and and then um i would start like if they've never been pegged before this is like kind of like where my my sadist part kind of like overruns my sweet part because the sweet part is saying you know get a little toy something small and like gradually you know anal train them to where they can take something bigger um sadist part of me is like fuck you i didn't get anal training <laughs> when i started oh, doing anal man. a little tit for tat there huh? <laughs> tit tat. that is not love by the way <laughs> it is definitely not love so you know i am the sweet sadist so i have two parts of me but you know if you want to do it ethically okay you know anally train them god i guess so we'll have to yeah. be ethical Bummer. yeah <laughs> so you know you when you start with the fingers you start um to stretch them you do the 12 o'clock pull up three o'clock pull over six o'clock down done just keep doing that until you can get more fingers in possibly past your knuckles and then if they're like stretched out that much then you can probably put a toy in there but um i would use condoms on all my toys just because you know i don't have a cock for every boy and uh, that's a lot of money unless they have their own cock that's always helpful. I and love then, it when they bring their own. I know, right? It's so much easier. Yeah. Oh, my own, my brought my own cock. That's right. Here's my And then, you know, just um, make sure and use this the silicone lube because it does um, glide a lot better than the water base because the water base will just, um, the body will just, you know, suck it up. And you want to make sure everything's nice and smooth. And just kind of go slow a little bit. Once you get past... Fuck that little sphincter. Yes. <laughs> Past that, then you know you're fine. Yeah. Um, now I've I I haven't attended a class on this, but I did watch a pretty prominent femdom here at the club once mm-hmm. doing a little demo in the jail cell over here. And um, one thing that she said that I, it had never occurred to me at the time was how patient you have to be. You do. And how how prepared you have to be for the fact that it might not happen that night because, mm-hmm. a, and that was actually the first time I'd ever heard the term anal training. Yeah. Because you, you everybody uh, reacts differently. Everybody mm-hmm. ha- has a different uh, sensitivity and they might not be able to take enough exactly. or they can take more. So you have to be patient. It's not, I mean, yeah, you, I know you talk about your sadist side and just ramming it in. You, and that, you, that's yeah, cool for a fantasy, cool for, but. It, that is more fantasy fetish fantasy bullshit you know but um real life you do have to go and go slow you do have to kind of like watch their body language check in with them and then you know if you can only get so far you can only get so far yes sir i have a quick why i have a fucking question i don't know Uh i'm just saying this for the benefit because i mean a lot of this is anal training is the same for guys as it is for girls same thing that you can harm them um, one of the big differences is is you don't have a physiological attachment to your cock. Right. So you don't have feeling to where you can know if you're going too hard, if they're gripping in pain, if exactly. they're, you know, you, you're not getting a big read on a sex toy, which I do with the girls all the time when they're using dildos or, or toys or double-ended dildos, things like that. So it's kind of, I'd like you to talk about how do you gauge... Without having a physical connection, am I going too deep? Am I causing damage? Am I, you know? Oh, you're just, you know, watching body language, really. I mean, it's, um, you know, are they, are they like, 
oh, sipping, writing it out? Or are they like, ooh, loving it and moving, you know? But I have just... to say that I have, in particular men, generally speaking, will have a hard time admitting when they can't take it or they're in some kind of crisis. I, That's I've, I've noticed that men that I've topped... It doesn't matter what I'm doing. They feel like they just you want it. them to hold it in and take it and just and that yeah. is actually not what I'm looking for. And it's absolutely not what you want when you're testing the waters to right. see how much they can take anally. So if you're getting right. a you blood fountain know. after, you know, you're yeah. kind of getting that hint that maybe maybe they're just kind of trying to gum <laughs> no, it through. I've you never know. seen that. Thank just, God. Just, just like a Las yeah. Vegas fucking mirage yeah. fountain like with this. fire and blood <laughs> shooting out. Yeah. I think he's had enough. And you know what? Unfortunately, I've seen some boys who actually will do pegging who don't enjoy it just because they want to please the person that they're playing with. And that's... You can know. please somebody and still communicate. You mm-hmm. can please someone and say, you know, I want to take this for you. Yeah. Uh, it, it might take a few sessions. Let yeah. me tell you what's working and what's not working. It's a, you know, it's a lot of checking in, a lot of checking in yeah. for sure. But, um, and then, you know, just ask them, you know, do you, do you think you need more lube? Yes. Okay. You pull out a little bit. Squirty, squirty. If you can <laughs> always use more lube. Back in. A little tick, yep. Okay. yep. What's wrong, Mew? Huh? What? What are you doing? Aww. Aww. She's bending over your lap. Oh, she wants a little spankies. Oh, she wants spanky, spanky. She wants a little spankies. Yeah, well, that's, that's the end of our topic. <laughs> like, that's gonna, apparently, we're not going to talk yeah, about pegging anymore. I'm like, aw. No, but, you know, and the same thing with fisting, too. It's all about going slow and... A lot um, of communication. A lot of communication. Yeah. yeah. And it might seem... Uh, this is why I think that men have a lot of problem when they're bottoming to women, because it seems counterintuitive to tell your top, whoa, slow down, you're going too fast. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and, it, <laughs> and it kills the fantasy. Slow down. Yeah. You're moving too fast. <laughs> You're going to stretch my fucking ass just kicking down you some lube. <laughs> Feeling fun and fucking pegging. You're ruining every 60 song I like. Stop it. Fucking pegging. Right on cue. Simon and Garfield. You've ruined that song. Hello, ass fuck. What you knowin'? You know what helps, too, is to let them let them masturbate while they're doing it. So, yeah, let them do that. Some women, you know, no, don't touch yourself. But, you know, I mean, come on. You have to, like, be at turned first, on. At least, yeah. Yeah, you have to be turned on. Yeah. To so, be able to afford to relax. But you know what? That's true of any relationship. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who's topping, who's bottoming, and what you're doing. Uh, it does seem counterintuitive as a bottom to tell your top what to... Because you think you're telling them what to do. And when actually not, you're it's not. It's not bottoming or topping from the bottom at all. No. It's communication. Ooh, Which is, that. I know, it's just absolutely paramount if you're going yes. to have any kind of positive relationship. It doesn't matter yeah. if that person is just somebody that you bought them to on Saturday nights. Right. Exactly. You still need to have a healthy, positive relationship where you're communicating about mm-hmm. this hurt, that d- didn't hurt, yeah. this was good, that was bad. And then always afterwards, uh, you know, saying, hey, you know, okay, so what did you like? And this is how I do it. Pretty much all my scenes. So, you know, what did you like? What did you like that I did? What is, you know, was there something that I could have changed? You know, it's so interesting. Yeah. Cool. See, this <laughs> I, I, Stop it. You're ruining <laughs> it. Fucking Peggy. <laughs> I love that song. I used right. to love that song. I, I want that now. And that is our show. <laughs> Thank you, Threshold, for providing this perverted playground for us to record in. 
If you're in the Los Angeles or surrounding area, visit Threshold Auto or find out about joining the Kinky family. Thank you to everyone in the Love Lab tonight, to my Michelle and Papi Ramon. <laughs> to Unger and everybody in the chat room. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> to Mew for showing us her butthole. <laughs> Yay! I got to fig that. <laughs> if you have questions, comments, or ideas, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And if you listen to a show on SoundCloud, press that little love button on the top so we have something to masturbate to at night. Aww. Nice. That's right. Nice. So next week we got show 112 coming up. It's going to be a humdinger of a show. Taking you out with this song. Now, this is actually a very special song. I actually, This is one of the two songs that helped me to not kill myself while I was living in uh, my van a long, long time ago. Yeah. And uh, it's a very pretty song. It's called Two String Song. And we will see you guys next week for sure that's a cue let's try that again we will see you next week for sure (laughs) that's better grandpa wore a colostomy bag when he went out to ride the range Cowboy with no colon Guess that seems kind of strange But he'd say I've been herding cattle my whole life And I ain't about to change My saddle may smell like crap But I'll be damned if I'm gonna die of old age And the fish just keep on swimming And the clouds keep rolling by And the fools who think they're better Waste their time by asking why but the universe owes us nothing, and there's no one there to blame. The cards we're dealt are the ones we play, cause life is just a game. Jefferson was an ugly man, ugliest man alive. It hurt when folks made fun of him, and he tried hard not to cry. So he found himself a pretty blind girl to marry And cherished till he grew old She says he's got a charm so bright It gives sight to her soul And the fish just keep on swimming And the clouds keep rolling by And the fools who think they're better Waste their time by asking why But the universe owes us nothing And there's no one there to blame The cards we're dealt are the ones we play Cause life is just a game Lucy was a poor girl Dirty face and shabby clothes Her father died from drinking And her mama was a whore But she knew she was a princess And that thought alone helped her survive Cause even Cinderella had to go through hell before her prince arrived. That's right. And the fish just keep on swimming, and the clouds keep rolling by. And the fools who think they're better waste their time by asking why. But the universe owes us nothing, and there's no one there to blame. The cards we're dealt are the ones we play, cause life's a fucking game. (laughs) 